Welcome to your weekly UAS news update, the place where you don't get your news two weeks late. And this is the week of December 6, 2021. And we got four topics and actually quite uh, big topics this week. Uh, the first one is kind of a surprising thing, maybe. Uh, Drone Up is going to acquire AirMap. We'll talk a little bit more about the implications there. We'll talk about the DRL, the Drone Racing League, is now accredited by the FAA to provide drone events. We'll talk about a new type of waiver that was approved to one of our friends from the industry, Kenji Sugohara. He's getting a 55 pound uh, and over a drone waiver to fly under Part 107. We'll talk about why this is different and, and, and the implications also for the industry. And then lastly, we'll talk about a remote ID accuracy update. We talked about it this week and I got a little bit more information. So let's get to it. All right, the first story this week is DroneUp is now acquiring AirMap. And um, and this is a really interesting story. Uh, there's no disclosed price at the moment for the transaction or when the transaction is actually going to happen. Uh, this is interesting for many reasons. Uh, AirMap has been in the news over the years, not for many great things. As some of you know, if you've been following the channel, uh, AirMap has been trying to uh, monetize the airspace and the airspace access. And we've been pretty critical of this, and I'm not going to lie, uh, AirMap is not really my company of choice when it comes to uh, trusting them for airspace information. But um, now DroneUp, which is a company that provides drone delivery and uh, provides uh, services by hiring third-party uh, providers, very much like we see uh, DroneBase doing and, and other providers. So the mix of the two is kind of interesting. Um, AirMap lost recently their uh, ability to submit lens request and to allow people to submit lens request. And here's a quote from the CEO of uh, DroneUp, which I think is interesting. And that's the CEO, Tom Walker, and he says, we believe DroneUp as a moral obligation to continue investment and expansion of the AirMap platform will ensure that this resource remain openly available to the drone industry, municipalities, and the FAA. So um, I hope they stick to their words. I hope uh, AirMap continues and, and other providers continue to uh, provide access to the airspace for free. Uh, this is something that I've been very adamant ever since I've been in this industry. We cannot have a paid airspace access. So uh, we'll find more information, I'm sure, about this uh, this deal and then how uh, this is going to help DroneUp grow as a platform, uh, especially their drone delivery platform, which they have been doing with uh, Walmart. So Walmart providing them a lot of funding money to get this going and uh, well we'll see where this goes. All right, the next story this week comes from the Drone Racing League, the DRL. Uh, we've talked about the DRL before. Actually, a couple of weeks ago, they had released a new uh, drone app uh, where you can fly your drone on your phone. Uh, but now DRL is now an FA-accredited drone event organizer. And this is kind of a new concept. This is actually, I think, the first time that I see anyone with this uh, title from the FA. And uh, DRL is going to help oversee UAS event uh, to ensure safety. What this sounds like from the press release is that uh, DRL is going to be able to be uh, hired possibly as someone to oversee drone events. Uh, the, a quote from the, uh, the COO, Ashley Effelson uh, from DRL, she said, we look forward to sharing our expertise in drone event safety more widely with the industry and continuing to work with venue organizers to create safe, spectacular drone racing experience through the most unique type of event. So, um, this is interesting. You may see more events. As you know, DRL puts their own show uh, with drone racing. So uh, they've been um, a really good voice to help people get into the drone business. So I think this is a kind of a positive thing here. 
The next thing this week is kind of an exciting thing, uh, even though it has been several years since Kenji applied for this. So Kenji Sugurahara, who's uh, one of our friends uh, in the industry and, and has been very involved with a lot of different things, including the Drone Advisory Committee. Uh, Kenji is also the president of the uh, DSPA, the Drone Service Provider Alliance. And Kenji applied for this two years ago. Now, to put this in perspective, imagine two years ago, having to apply for a waiver and having to wait that long before you can actually do anything. But his waiver is to fly a uh, larger than 55 pound drone uh, using only a Part 107 certificate. Now, why is this uh, kind of groundbreaking? It is because at the moment, the FA requires for you to have a Part 61 certificate in order to fly a drone larger than 55 pounds. Part 107 technically stops at 55 pounds and uh, anything 55 pounds and over is going to fall under Part 91 in this case. So this paves the way for possibly uh, other waivers in the future that would allow Part 107 uh, pilots the, the ability to do this without having to become a Part 61 pilot, which as we know is extremely expensive and time consuming. So um, we'll find more information about this and, uh, and, and keep you guys posted on what this means and where possibly this is gonna go, but we're pretty excited for Kenji, so congrats Kenji. All right, the last story this week is kind of an update to what we talked about last week, where we had uh, fears that the standard remote ID and uh, GPS accuracies were gonna be a little bit too much uh, for manufacturers and that this was gonna cost the, the, the consumer, you and I, uh, quite a bit of money. Uh, to backtrack, if you haven't heard the story, the FAA is requiring a 15-foot accuracy for the GPS information for standard remote ID drones. Now, there's three different types of ways that you can comply with remote ID starting in uh, September of 2023. And one of them is to have a standard remote ID drone. One of them is to put a module on your drone. And one of them is to fly at an FAA recognized identification area. Um, but if you buy a standard remote ID drone, the FAA says that the accuracy of the GPS needs to be 15 feet. The accuracy of the information coming out of the GPS needs to be 15 feet. What this means is that the aircraft has to be equipped with, well, special GPS chips that are precise enough to provide that information. Now there's two different types of information that are being sent. One of them, well, there's more than two, but in terms of GPS location, one of them is the location of the aircraft. One of them is the location of the pilot. For the aircraft, it's going to be using the GPS information from the aircraft in itself, which is what we're talking about here. And then for the pilot, this would require, well, same thing, GPS information. Now, uh, one of the concerns here is the fact that uh, the cell phone typically in itself does not have that kind of level of accuracy. So a cell phone itself may not be um, good enough to provide the location of the pilot on the ground and send it via remote ID. So in this case, it sounds like possibly the controller would need to have its own uh, GPS chip. Now, the good news is um, we were told several weeks ago that a, a WAS unit, which is what you need, W-A-A-S, GPS, uh, was fairly expensive. As it turns out, they're not as expensive as expected, which means that um, it is possible that manufacturers could equip equipped their, uh, their controllers using a WASH chip and the increase in price would not be that much for the consumer. Again, this is kind of a developing story because um, we still don't have a standard for remote ID, which is what the industry is currently working on. And as soon as we do, then I think we're gonna start seeing more drones out there that come out with remote ID. Uh, one of the big question obviously is whether or not a drone can be retrofitted by using software 
with some of this information? Maybe, maybe not. It depends on what's already inside of the uh, inside of the, the the hardware when you buy the drone. So uh, we'll make sure that we have more information as it comes out. Uh, we've been talking to people who are in all of these meetings, and uh, and they're providing us the info as it comes out. But uh, uh, this is uh, obviously kind of an interesting thing. Remote ID is a hot topic for this year. All right, this is all I have for you this week. Uh, as always, like, subscribe, uh, leave a comment. Love uh, talking to you guys every Friday morning and Saturdays when you guys leave your comments and then the rest of the week as well. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.